is up. What is up? Happy Sunday morning to you all. This is Matt, and you're listening to Into the Fryer Ramblings from the Kitchen. I want to uh, share some exciting news with everybody right out of the gate. I uh, got set up with Spotify recently, um, so you can go to Spotify and type in uh, Into the Fryer Ramblings from the Kitchen uh, under podcasts, and you should be able to find my little podcast right there. You can click the follow button, and every new episode will be uh, sent directly to you or notified if you follow the podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool. It made, made, a, made for a fun week. Um, and I got a couple of other things happening. I, I've reached out to a bunch of different people uh, recently and getting some, getting some of those interviews that I said I would be doing as we got a little bit further along set up. Um, it'll get, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really, really excited to some of the people that said they would uh, do some interviews with me, uh, some good friends of mine, some people that I've known for a good long time. So we should have some fun, fun conversations going forward. It'll be, it'll be really, really cool. Um, the other thing that's really cool is uh, now I believe there's a way, I think I have it set up correctly and you guys will have to give me the feedback on this, but if you would like to support the podcast, you can do so, and I think there's a little button if you look on when when you go on whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on, you can go and click uh, support or listener support or whatever. I have I have to check it out myself because I just got this set up. So uh, you can do like a monthly pledge. Would be really cool, but you know I'm gonna keep this thing going no matter what because it's uh, it's very. Um, it's fun and cathartic, and uh, uh, like I said in the very beginning, it's a creative outlet for me. So, But if you like what you hear and you want to see us expand and you want to show some love uh, that way, you're more than welcome to, um, and it would be greatly appreciated. And if you don't and you just want to listen, maybe sometimes just give us some, some feedback. You can reach, uh, reach out to us uh, directly on Anchor. Um, we'll be getting a Twitter set up and uh it probably i don't know about instagram but i'll be getting the twitter page set up for this for this podcast pretty soon but in the meantime you can go to matt dude on food at matt dude on food on twitter um you can hit me up just matt hewitt on facebook or you can um you can shout out to me on instagram m underscore hewitt anyway Oh man, the summer is blazing along. It is, I can't believe it's freaking almost, it's like the middle of August right now. Unbelievable. I hope that all of you have been been spending a lot of time outdoors and grilling and uh, I'm not <laughs> grilling and chilling, um, you know, having some fun, spending time with family and loved ones. I would love to, you know, like I said in the, one of the last episodes is like, I would love to hear from you guys and have, make this more interactive where you guys are telling me some of the stuff that, that you want to hear or you want to, that you're doing out there in your backyard grills or in the restaurants that you're working in. Um, there's uh, where I live uh, in, in Utah, there's an event that goes on. There's a couple of events coming up. One, one just passed, and I'll talk about that for a little bit. Uh, it's called the um, Taste of the Wasatch. And it was an event that I participated in for a few years when I was working at my last job. It was really, really fun event. 
a lot of hard work, but it was for a great cause. Um, and I uh, just found out about, uh, you know, there was a couple of articles, I think, in the Salt Lake Tribune recently about some of the controversy surrounding the the event is that, uh, so the event is a bunch of restaurants and breweries and wine uh, vendors get together at Solitude Resort uh, one day a year. And they, everyone brings, you know, cool, fun little bites of food for everybody. And it's a charity event to, to help fight against hunger for people in the Salt Lake area and outlying areas. Um, one of the, uh, one of the um, things that was so much fun about it was that like you had all the top restaurants, all the really like cool badass people in the scene in the Salt Lake area were participating and it was so fun like it wasn't definitely not a competition although i know she, uh, me as a chef i was always competitive i always wanted to be putting you know the best and like gauge myself against what other people were doing because i i wasn't one of those guys that had a lot of notoriety i wasn't one of those guys um i wasn't one of those guys that like worked in a fancy foo-foo restaurant where I used culinary tweezers and shit like that. Like, like I always made like down home, like straightforward food that I tried to make just as fucking good as possible. You know, like I wanted people to, I wanted people to put that bite of food or whatever it was in their mouth when I was doing it, especially when I was doing events like this. Like I wanted them to, to taste what I was making and then be like, holy shit, man, that is the bomb. Like that was like my goal. Like I wanted to see that reaction on their face of just like, pure freaking joy of like hell yeah man like that <laughs> that was freaking awesome and to, you know my own ego uh makes me you know made me ha have that i had that competitive fire um in me where i just i just wanted to like prove myself uh, you know where did i where did i sit against all the other people so in any case, that's enough about my ego. But so it was really a fun event. I've done, I did uh, the one year I did some some little ahi seared ahi tostadas uh, with like this avocado spicy like pureed guacamole cream and and some pico and just like I mean like we're talking little tiny bites. Uh, one year I did some these like freaking spiced cauliflower tacos. Um, and some other stuff. So um, the event was always fun. I, and I remember one of the coolest things, uh, I think it was the first year that I did it, freaking for you sports fans out there and people that live in the in the Utah area um, or grew up watching Utah Jazz basketball in the uh, 80s and into the 90s, there was Mark Eaton was was roaming around and I like jumped out from behind my my table and I was like dude I gotta take a picture with you like I grew up you know I kind of explained I was like I grew up in LA in this time frame you know I told him when I grew up and I was like and you like I was a Laker fan and I know you played for the Jazz but man I have the utmost respect for you because 
you, you like you just were a battler and he I mean he's a freaking giant man like seven four seven five and he used to he, he was one of those guys that that I saw you know he would give Kareem fits anyway I'm talking about sports but so it was a cool event it was like the who's who be seen and it was all for a good cause it was all to help fight hunger in Salt Lake and Utah and uh, um, and like it was geared towards young children uh, as far as I knew what I understood of the what I understood of the whole thing so fast forward to this last year and uh, I, I there was an, a couple of articles or an article uh, about some some misgivings man of the of the thing and it was kind of a bummer to hear about that some of the money that they that the that the nonprofit organization had promised to pay to certain other um, charity organizations did not get paid and there's a little bit of controversy surrounding that and that's a shame um, you know sometimes good people make bad decisions I don't, I don't know exactly what happened but um, that's neither here nor there but it was always one of like when I was working for my at my last job it was one of the highlights of the of the summer was to be able to do that because you got to get out of the restaurant for the day you got to go and mingle and like rub elbows with different chefs and go taste a bunch of different food and see what everybody else was doing um, there's another there's another uh, event coming up I think um, in the, in about a month called celebrate the bounty of Salt Lake and that's a really cool event too a little bit smaller scale and I don't remember I, I, I don't recall I think it's uh, supports um, local first or Utah first or I forget uh, I forget what the actual what it, what it's working with but um, celebrate the bounty is really cool because it was it wanted it wanted chefs to produce a dish that was that was almost entirely made up of of products that were that were produced or grown or sourced you know right right in the in the local area um, in Utah and Salt Lake Valley uh, Utah County all that kind of stuff and, and that was always fun because you had a little bit of a smaller scale it wasn't um, as much of a grind but it was one of those things where you got to like find stuff from your local farmers market in your own backyard and you know kind of get creative with that and and uh, I, always, I always enjoy doing those things um, that's one 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 thing that I don't get to that I haven't got to do uh, that I didn't get to do this last year that I changed jobs but still you know um, some of the chefs that I work with now are were participating in that and and um, taking part in those events and and it was fun to be able to to support them in that but interesting how how those kinds of <laughs> those kinds of things work um, or don't work I guess if could be another another term uh, but just to to see you know what everyone's doing out there is freaking freaking outstanding um, I know for myself I'm getting ready uh, in the next couple of this next week coming up I'm gonna be uh, my son and I are taking a little road trip down to LA and I'm really really excited about that um, I grew up in Southern California and I, I always welcome the, the opportunity to get to travel back home is what I call it I mean home is Utah 
but uh, I still have a lot of family and, and a lot of good friends that live in Southern California. So I'm, I'm excited to see them. Um, but I'm also excited to uh, be able to hit up some of my favorite spots. I'm probably going to hit up, um, I don't know how you want to say it, Philippe's or Felipe's. I've, I grew up calling it Felipe's. Uh, it's, there's a little bit of controversy I've been made aware of in the last few years is that it may or may not have been the place that, that uh, originated the French dip. I always say that it's the place that originated the French dip, but there's a couple of friends of mine um, that say that there's another place, and I, I do apologize because I don't have that uh, right at my disposal of the other location that that made up the French dip. But, but Felipe's has been around, God, I want to say for like 100 years. It's it's just freaking amazing. Um, they make coleslaw and freaking potato salad and macaroni salad and you know pickled eggs and like it's one of those places. Sawdust on the floor, community seating almost every table. Um, you know it's like a lunch counter. You walk up and there's there's ladies that may have been working there. You know when it opened. That I don't want to say they're 100 years old, but you know, as, as the as the joke goes, is that I mean, there's some of the gals that work there. Probably, I'm 44. I started probably going there with my my dad and my stepmom when I was when I was probably like 10 or 11. So there could be some ladies that are still working there that were there when I started going there, um, and they were older then. Um, but they all freaking they they have like ham, lamb. Uh, the French, the beef dip. Um, I think they have turkey, and and they have they have this fucking mustard that is like, it's like one of the best mustards I've ever had. But it, it's so it's like, it's so laden with horseradish and so spicy, like you can't. Um, it's it's not and it's not it's not like a, it's not like the Asian mustard with like, boom the spices there from the from the horseradish and then it goes away real quick it's it's like a it's more of like this kind of I don't want to say watered down but it's a little bit thinner of like a Dijon style mustard and it's got this freaking just punch of horseradish that like it, if you get too much sometimes your eyes water and you're like kind of out of commission for for like 30 or 40 seconds, but it's one of those things where the combination of whatever it is that you're, whatever kind of sandwich that you're having, the the au jus from the dip, and whether it's the ham or lamb or whatever, uh, or beef, you know, like like it's the combination of it with the richness of what what the meat and the jus and the bread bring with with that contrast of that spicy mustard is just so freaking outstanding. It's just so outstanding. It's one of those things that's like, God, man. And I think the last time that I was in down in Southern California, I didn't go there and I was a little bummed. So I'm going to try to make it a point to get there. Um, there's a place too that, that my brother and my dad both told me about called Howlin' Ray's uh Nashville like hot chicken or something like that and I'm hoping to to check that out. Nashville Nashville hot chicken uh is like a huge thing right now. There's a place 
here in town in uh, in Salt Lake called Pretty Bird that that really does a freaking good job. Um, I know of a couple of other places that are opening up uh, in, in other parts of of uh, of the Salt Lake and Utah County area. Um, I'm just not at liberty to say yet, but. Uh, there's that place, How and Race, and then back in my hometown, Long Beach. Like, there's just such a freaking phenomenal, phenomenal restaurant scene. I hope there's time for me to try one of the one of the places I've been hearing about called Restoration, um, and hopefully my my friend's place, The Ordinary, or Ordinary. I'm not sure how you spell it or how you say it. It's like the it's like a tribute to old school um, traditional American service um bar and restaurant service um a couple of friends a few friends of mine started this place up and i'm hoping that it's open by the time when we get down there and i would love love to try that but man um it, it's been it, there's not a ton of stuff going on in my world right now uh you know I've just been just been working away and enjoying some time with my family, um, trying to get things set up as we take this thing forward. I um, I've been grilling a shitload. I mean, like every chance I get. The uh, couple weeks back, we had a we had a bunch of friends over. I may have touched on this the last time that we were that we were on, but man, I I made some I made some freaking Nyman Ranch. Um, pork baby back ribs and uh, I did them partially in the oven and partially on the grill um, man what a thing of beauty what a thing of beauty it's it's one thing like when you taste like a commodity rib and it's smoked and done right and I'm like and then if you put the two side by side like the the comparison is so it's a, it's so like night and day of the you can like taste the care it, it's weird i get all funky and like when i talk about food but i hope you guys enjoy it like so nyman the way that they raise their animals is is super traditional like their animals are raised outdoors and um they're fed you know like like uh no antibiotics no hormones um nyman ranch farms are are all certified humane um so the animals you know just it's like they have a happy life and uh, in the hogs that that nyman raises they do uh they have three breeds that they work with which are all heritage breeds so they they do uh duroc uh, uh berkshire and chester white and those three breeds um just produce some of the freaking best best eating pork that you're ever going to have and it's funny because um you know people like oh i want kurabuda but and then you're like okay so I, i'm sure a lot of you have, have heard about kurabuda pork um it is a berkshire it's a black berkshire hog uh raised in you know it's, it's a breed that comes from uh, I want to say it comes from Japan, but it's it's in in essence it's a Berkshire, it's a Berkshire hog, and I mean Kurabuda and Berkshire pork are like God, oh, man, those are freaking just good eats. But anyway, going back to like the Nyman far like Nyman pork ribs versus like a 
like a commodity pork rib. So you're talking about farms that, so like, I think this, this number is like on a weekly basis. So like a commercial, one commercial farm will, will, will process like 3,000 hogs in a week where like uh, a Nyman ranch will produce like 300. So you're talking like boutique, uh, I don't want to say boutique farming, but like pretty much like old school, pay attention to the land, pay attention to the, you know, to the animals, uh, you know, making sure that they're setting up their crop rotation sustainable and the stuff that a lot of the stuff that they're growing is going into the feed, into the feed for the animals. It's really freaking awesome. Really freaking awesome. So every, any chance I get when I have some, you know, get, I'll make a little purchase from work and get some, get some ribs or some other items from, from the, from the company I work with, uh, I always, I always love doing that, but, uh, man, um, yeah, we just, oh man, I grilled some pork loin the other night, just absolutely delicious. I just did a little like, uh, like light, um, rub that could be used on chicken, uh, or pork, you know, any kind of white meat, um, uh, really, really good. A little marjoram, a little lemon, uh, a little lemon pepper, um, some dill, really, really nice. But uh, yeah, man, I've just been enjoying the summer. Just been enjoying the summer, and I hope that everyone else out there has too, because uh, that's what it's all about. Being out, summertime is always just so special for me. I love, I love all, I love all the seasons that I get to experience. Uh, moving from Southern California to Utah, but I just, I've always, I've always loved summer. It's a time for, um, I don't know, relaxing. Uh, rejuvenation, getting, you know, kind of that last push, you know, that last like little bit of relaxation before you push to the end of the year and get all busy for the holidays and all that kind of stuff. So I've just, I've just been having a good time and, and um, I want to thank everybody out there for listening. A uh, couple of cool things, a uh, couple of other things that I wanted to say is um, I hope that the recording quality is, is good. Um, I've been I don't have, <clears throat> excuse me, let me make this clear. I don't have any sponsors. So anyone that's, that you've heard me name, uh, I just do it because I just, that's how I am. But I wanted to share a story of a company and I think it's called, I think the name, I want to say, uh, I'll get it right. So give me just one moment here and I will, I will get this thing right for you guys. But I, um, I bought some headphones some wireless headphones a while back and I freaking loved them. Okay. So I bought these wireless headphones like oh, a while, like a while ago and I was getting ready. It was at the, it was, I think I got them around Christmas time last year. Um, and I'm getting ready to like, I've been running and doing all this stuff and I'm like getting ready to run uh, half marathon and like the week before the half marathon like the the headphones started like cutting out on me and I'm like what in the hell like like it would it, you could tell like there was some sort of short in there or whatever so I reached out to the customer service and I'm like you guys I, I was like hey listen I bought these headphones I've used them religiously I love them and I have a half marathon coming up on and this was like on a Monday 
and I'm like, I have a half marathon coming up on Saturday, and I don't have any other headphones, and I, I just, I, I need some help. Can you guys help me out? And they're like, what's the issue? And their, their freaking customer service was spot on. It was like so quick to respond. I was really worried about sending an email, but um, they responded to me super quick. And then once they responded to me the first time, we kind of were able to just get a dialogue going really, really fast. So they were like, try this reset, press this button and press this button and blah, blah, blah. And it didn't work. And I'm like, uh, didn't, hey, that didn't work. And they're like, and I said, I just, you know, like I'll pay, you know, whatever, like uh, can you guys send me a new pair? And they're like, yeah, man, that is totally unusual. Like, it doesn't, you know, like it's a, it's unusual that that would happen. So they sent me a new pair that showed up on like, this was on like a, a Monday, and it showed up on like Thursday. Like they totally, they were like, dude, we totally understand here, boom. And they like sent it freaking next day. So I've been using those, the second set of headphones for like six, months or so and the same fucking thing started happening and I'm like oh god damn it so I reached out to them again and I was like hey I've got this headphones you guys can look up my name whatever like this is I have the same exact issue happening with a second set of headphones I was like I am willing to send back like the two that I have, I didn't get rid of either one of them. Well, like the second one, I still kept I was kept using, and I'm like I I, I really like I I love it because it it helps me when I'm driving. I can make phone calls. I, it picks up my Bluetooth stuff, and I can use. I have a I have a I use an Apple iPhone, and I can I can ask K Siri to do something for me, and you know like call so and so or look up this restaurant or whatever. So I was like, I was like, I'm just so bummed. Like I'm having the exact same issue and I'm willing to send, like I, if I'm doing something wrong, I would love to find out. Maybe I'll, I could send them back. I could send back the, the freaking, um, I could send back my headphones to you, both of them. And, and you guys could do an analysis and like, let me know if I, if I was do, handling them improperly or if I was doing something wrong, or maybe, maybe I could help you guys like find an issue that may be occurring with some people and, and, you know, be the catalyst to help get it fixed. Um, I said, or, you know, I have another idea. Like I have a new podcast. I love your guys' stuff. You guys all is, you guys have been awesome to me. Um, you guys could become a sponsor on my podcast. I just threw that out there and I kind of chuckled and I, you know, in the emails, like, if I don't ask, the answer is always no, right? Um, but, uh, or, you know, they, they got back there, like, you don't have to send back the new ones. We can offer you a refund, or we can send you, like, the next level up uh, headphone or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I just need a new set of headphones, um, and, and I appreciate you guys, like, you know, working with me on it. It, it, it really, it's really like the integrity, it comes down to the integrity of the company. Like they're, I, I don't think they're losing money now at this point, but I don't know how much it costs them to manufacture these headphones. But like at a certain point, they're like, hey man, like this guy's being forthright and honest and like telling us that he loves our stuff and he's been using it. And 
he's having the same issue on the same set of headphones, you know, like we sent him another set of the same headphones and he's having the same issue six months later. And it almost seemed like at the exact same time that it started happening was about six months in. Anyway, they sent me my these new headphones, which is a level up, and they are freaking badass. Uh, the company is, I don't know if it's Pfizer or Phaser, P-H-A-I-S-E-R um, is the name of the company. And I'm on, on these like Bluetooth wireless headphones and, and they're super comfortable. Um, I recorded all my other shows on the, on the ones that were the next level down. And this is my first show with the new one. So I hope it works. Um, but anyway, hey, I just want to give a shout out to those guys. I want to give a shout out to Anchor. Um, Anchor FM, they've, they've helped me, you know, get my podcast out there uh, to all the different platforms. So anywhere where you guys um, can listen to your, listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google, whatever. And I think um, on Apple, I think like we're to the point where you can be like, hey, Siri, play into the fryer ramblings from the fryer, you know, ramblings from the kitchen podcast or on like your smart speakers. I think if you have Sonos um, or I don't know if, and I don't think we're Alexa enabled, but like on any Google device or Android device, I think you can, you can speak, you know, you can say, hey, I want to listen to this and, and you can find us, but look us up, follow us. Um, you know, if you want to, like I said earlier in the beginning, if you want to show your support, uh, I think it gives you options. I'm not asking you to, like, pledge. You know, I wouldn't say, hey, you need to do this. I think you can go, like, 99 cents, 2.99, 3.99, or something like that. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited. Um, we're going to be setting up some interviews. I got, I got, I got a lot of irons in the fire with this thing, and we're just going to have some fun. So keep cooking, keep rambling. And uh, you guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.